Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everybody, Latina Barbie here. Good morning. Um, a little different with the scheduling this week, um, considering I will not be here on Saturday. Um, hubby and I are headed to Puerto Rico. I am going to be spending Easter, I should say first, um, also known as my birthday. So I thought it was only respectful to say, you know, I'm going to celebrate Easter first. <laughs> so a few things have been on my mind. I know it's been a minute. A lot of great, fantastic things have been happening to me. And they might not feel like they're fantastic at the time, but in true Latina Barbie fashion, it as long as it works out for me, I'm okay. So the first thing is I'm really excited and I'm just trying to, I'm waiting to hear back is I, my husband and I signed up for Be The Match about, gosh, seven years ago, maybe seven, eight years ago. Uh, a friend of his wife had leukemia who has since passed away. However, uh, Giancarlo and I signed up for Be The Match and about Three or four years ago, I got the first email saying, hey, we've matched you with somebody. Um, we can't tell you any information about him or her, um, just that we need to get some blood samples. So I was like, okay. So I went to the blood clinic and then I got an email or a call like a couple days after saying that the primary doctor of the patient ended up going with somebody else. I guess they were a better match. I was like, okay, great. But there was this like risk, like proud moment in and being able to save somebody's life that I just, I, I was just really proud of being able to. And I was so hoping that I would be the match. And then about a month ago, um, I got a phone call and another email saying, hey, we've matched you with somebody else. Not somebody else, just that we've matched you again. And we'd like to set up an interview with you, make sure, you know, they go through this comprehensive questionnaire, like, your kidneys, your liver, your health, your height, your weight, your every like totally health questionnaire as they should, right? And they explained the process. It was either like stem cell or bone marrow or, um, oh, and that they would pay all expense paid for me and somebody else, my partner, if, if the patient was in a different state. So all the traveling costs were covered, everything was covered. And um, if I would be interested again in, in going forward, I was absolutely. So I just had the blood work done last Tuesday and they said it takes about two to three weeks to find out if you're the match or not. And I was hoping I would, maybe, maybe, who knows, maybe I'll find out this week. I'll let you guys know. Um, but it's just sad because it's for the same patient who did not use me a couple years ago and the patient they were able to tell me is a male 31 years old, and he has, I know I'm going to chop this up, it's like acute bastic leukemia or blastic leukemia. So um, whatever that is, all I heard was the word leukemia and sign me up. If I could help anybody, absolutely. Um, you know, and I've already gotten questions from my own husband, like, is it going to hurt? And all this, I'm like, it doesn't really matter. Pain is temporary. Leukemia is it's the one that I need to fight. So there's that. Um, another great thing that happened a couple weeks ago was um, the opportunity to interview with WW. Now, 
This has been a huge, huge dream of mine. I, I kind of feel like I'm already a coach for some of my friends. I mean, if you were to see my text messaging back and forth with all my friends, like texting each other pictures of our food, motivating each other. Um, but you know, like when you work so hard to achieve something and then the opportunity comes and as much as you want to do it, your work life is still like there. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, I travel a lot. I have like, I think like five trips all up until like the end of June. Um, so a lot has been going on with work. And again, it's that, and I, you know, I know you guys have heard me say this before where I always say, I say I miss the COVID times. The only part of the COVID times I miss is the lockdown part. And it's only because there was just something so peaceful and serene about knowing exactly where I was going to be, meaning which Costco or Trader Joe's I was going to be at that Saturday, and standing in line, getting my groceries and coming home and just chilling. Not so much anymore. The world has opened up. It's been opened up. I've already taken a trip to Kansas City last weekend. Um, so the work trips are coming and corporate trips are coming and corporate trips are always like Monday through Thursday up in Calabasas. So I'm, I'm starting to feel that 75, 25 where my work life is starting to kind of take over my personal life. I mean, if you were to see me get my calendar out with my girlfriends and be like, when can we all hang out? When can we all do something? It suddenly becomes super hard. And I vowed, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to let that happen. Um, so what I've decided is I'm going to write out the rest of this year. Now, when I say year, it's fiscal. So I've got Puerto Rico, um, I'm home for two days, New Jersey, home for four days, Chicago, home for a week, uh, Nashville, home for two weeks, including the Memorial Weekend, which I'm really looking forward to because my husband and I actually do a uh, strawberry run in Vista. We do that every year. So there's some quality time with him. And then, uh, which means he's just going to make me run, which means, um, and then it's like, I'm going to Michigan that I'm home for a week or two, and then I'm going to Tampa, and then I'm going on a week-long cruise with my family. So, I mean, it's just so much um, one thing after the other that I'm starting to feel, and I actually did a, um, a talk on this for my team, it's gearing up for vacation, right? It's gearing up for these work trips that cause um, anxiety. And I never was never thought I was somebody who had anxiety, but it's the little minute details. How are we going to get to the airport? Um, making sure I have a PowerPoint ready so that when I get back, I'm home for two week, uh, two days and I'm off to New Jersey and I've got like three meetings in New Jersey. So prep is the name of the game for this week. And I'm actually going to launch this today. It's Monday, 4-11. Yeah, it's Monday. So a lot of things and, you know, work is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I, as much as I love the travel... I love the travel. <laughs> so um, it's like the necessary evil, but it is what it is. I'm grateful to have a job, a job that I absolutely am in love with, um, in love with all the people I work with. So there's that. The other thing with, oh, so I, duh, going back to WW. So I had an interview and originally the, the first um, group interview was more about like just giving us the details, um, what was needed. 
the mention of, you know, you have to be available. I think it was like three sessions and each session is like two hours. That's six hours. I'm already working 40 hours a week to add on another six hours. And I also volunteer at my church cafe on Sundays, which I don't give that up because I just love doing that too. I love asking people if they would like a croissant, a fruit-filled croissant, an apple fritter, or what kind of donut would you like? So that's like, that's like my thing. I love doing that on Sundays. So I had a great interview. It was fantastic. I should again hear about it this week. And, you know, it got me thinking, you know, because the question came, and, and this was a really hard question to answer, that the, the recruiter asked, what about Saturdays? Because they had required like weekends. And, you know, my Saturdays for the past, I would say, eight, nine years, Every single Saturday morning, if you know me, you know exactly where I'm at from like 8 to 9, 8 to 9.30. I'm at Weight Watchers. I'm at WW. I always have my meeting. I go about 20 minutes early so I can go grab my coffee next door. You all know how I feel about having a hot cup of anything in my hands. Um, so there's that. But, you know, the question came was, would you be interested in doing any Saturday workshops or anything like that? And I said, no. I said, I'm not willing to give up being a member of WW just so that I could like facilitate a workshop. Uh, you know, I just, I, I, I need it for me. And regardless of the passion that I have to spread WW love everywhere and believe that everybody in this world should be on WW. And it's not like really be on it. It's be exposed to it and make your own decisions about following it. Um, it's just, I'm not willing to give it up. I, I love my WW sisters and my brothers and I love my meeting and I still, part of my success is going to the meetings as a member, not as a facilitator or what they call it, a coach. So I did tell them that I was available on Thursday evenings. That was Wednesday. Last Wednesday, I would have been available every Thursday evening. Since then, in the next two days, I've actually booked like three or four more trips. So you know, I haven't heard back from them, so I'll leave it in God's hands. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. But again, I will have to be completely transparent and let them know that my Thursdays are no longer available. So basically, I don't see how it's going to happen, which now I can understand that the majority of the leaders, coaches, are older. They're probably retired. Maybe they work part-time somewhere else and they could work at WW. So I'm going to be 48 years old. I would say in 10 years, I will be the rock star coach, but I'm not willing to add one more thing to my plate. Not now. I just can't. It's, it's prep time. And it doesn't even matter how much you get paid. I would, I would be a WW coach for $5 an hour because I just love standing in front of people. I love the weight, the weight loss, the lifestyle. I love everything about it. I just can't make the time commitment um, without something else suffering. And I'm just not willing to do that right now. So that's what kind of sucks is that, you know, you work so hard to achieve. You get so hard to be somewhere. I mean, when I first thought about being a WW coach, it was when OPI was first sold to Cody. And the first thing I thought about was, shit, I don't know how long my job's going to last. I better do something. I better hit lifetime. That was like almost 10 years ago. So there you go coffee break. So yeah, actually I have to tell you guys, I actually woke up at 4.15 this morning. The only reason I woke up so early is because 
Uh, we all know Puerto Rico is three hours ahead, and I know you guys are going to think I'm nuts, but I got to get my workouts in every morning. So I want to make sure that I'm on their time schedule. And plus, when I get home for two days, I'm going to go back on their time schedule So because I'll be in New Jersey. Um, so yeah, that's been going on. Um, I think I talked to you guys last time about uh, booking my mom and dad. Maybe I didn't. Booking my mom and dad a cabin. So my older brother comes over and we all, t you know, we've gone on cruises. I was on a cruise with them in December. I had my own cabin. It was bliss. And, um, you know, Giancarlo can't uh, get vacation time because we're going to go to Puerto Rico and then we're hoping to get to Mexico in um, October for um, Dia de los Muertos for that week in San Miguel. So uh, I booked us our room, but I was struggling with like, having to take care of my parents. They don't need to be taken care of. They're only 71, 72. But I kind of feel like, and you tell me, like if you guys feel the same way but with your parents, you kind of take it upon yourself without being asked to take it upon yourself um, to take care of your parents. Like my dad is not going to be going up and down those stairs. I will be going up and down those stairs. My mom also will probably be going with the elevator. But my dad is not my mom's responsibility. My mom's not my dad's responsibility. Whereas I feel like they're both my responsibility because I'm the daughter, I'm the middle, I don't have any kids, Giancarlo won't be with me. Um, so when it came down to like booking the cabin and all that, it was it was fine. Again, I leaned into the situation and I just went ahead and booked their room adjoining my room. So um, there will be a door there. I don't plan on having it open maybe once. But um, because remember, this is my vacation just for me by myself, um, getting to spend it with my nephews again. But like we have this like I guess it's like a tradition now. So who knows? Like I think I go I've gone on four, this is my fourth cruise with them, maybe third one, two, third cruise with them. So it's all good. It's fine. I don't I don't mean to complain about anything. But anyways, um, so that's going on. And then we've got summer. And for, for what I thought my July and August was going to be like, oh, I don't travel. Well, I've got like three trips already. So um, it is what it is. And that's what we get paid to do, to travel and work. So um, that's pretty much it. I've, um, I haven't really been struggling that much with my weight recently. I've been more excited about things because I'm noticing on the scale that my protein has been, has I've increased my protein. And if you are somebody out there who's ever struggled with your weight, um, God bless you if you have, God bless you if you haven't. But I have uh, since 4-17-74, and also known as my birthday. But um, I've increased my protein quite a bit, and I'm actually noticing the difference. Um, I'm actually, <laughs> I wasn't going to plan on talking about this, but I guess I will. Do not judge. I'm all for having surgery to make you happy, but I'm toying, researching, and we'll probably make some consultations the first week of May. No, second week of May. Um, I'd like to get a tummy tuck. I really would like to get a tummy tuck. I've struggled with this just extra skin and extra just layers of you know, lower stomach fat and my hips that I don't think any amount of exercise, my arms are okay. I'm working on my arms now, but it's going to do, and I want my work to, I want the hard work that I put into my body. I think I talked about this last time. I want the hard work in, in my body to show on the outside. 
So I've discussed it with Giancarlo. He's, he could give a shit really. He's like, just do what makes you happy. So I'm going to, as we all should, right? So there's that. And then, um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy the week. I'm not going to stress out too much. I'm not going to gear up to go on vacation so that I have nothing to worry about. Um, I'm going to take day by day and do my tasks that I need to and not wait. I have Friday off, so I really only have four days to get all this shit done. And when I say shit done, it's not bad stuff. It's just stuff that's in my head. It's like little knick-knacky things that we have to do for work, right? It's ordering products for an educator. It's having a meeting to make sure everybody's aligned on a an event. It's little things like that. Nothing I can't handle, but... I'm starting to feel that even as much as like ordering new luggage or like, do we want to check in luggage? Oh, that's the other thing. It's, you know, we're flying Southwest because it was cheaper, but, and actually that's not, that's not really true. The reason why we're flying Southwest is that was the only flights that were going in and out of San Juan from the times that we need. Now, granted, it's only going to take us nine hours to get there. It's going to take us like 13 or 14 hours to get home because uh, maybe because of the time change, maybe that's why, but it's a lot, um, but I don't care because that way we can get off the airplane, change planes, get on a different airplane. It'll keep things exciting. So, um, yeah. Oh, and and the whole part about me actually wanting to talk to you guys about Puerto Rico is, if you listen to my to my podcast about traveling, you'll you'll hear just how stressed out I get because I'm always the one planning things. And when I say plan, I mean like. I plan like in my regular life where I know exactly what I'm doing. Ask any of my friends. I know exactly what I'm doing every hour. And and mostly it's because I want to have something to look forward to. But secondly, it's I just want to keep busy. So vacation this year looks a little different. I didn't I only booked two things on this trip. So we fly in Saturday night. So um, check in, sleep probably. And then Sunday's Easter. We're going to find a church and go for a Sunday mass, I'm sure. And that's I'm really excited about that because I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. Um, and then maybe we'll, well, yeah, of course, we're going to have lunch or dinner or something like that. It's my birthday. Um, and then on Monday, I did book us a walking tour of Old San Juan. I did a lot of research on YouTube. So I finally was just like, oh, and I, and I followed a couple of people on Instagram also. That always helps. If you do like hashtag Puerto Rico or hashtag whatever city you're going to, that way you can kind of get like the lay of the land and see what it's like. And then I've been following the hotel that we're staying at anyways. So uh, Monday, we have a walking tour. Tuesday, not a damn thing on the schedule. Wednesday night, we have dinner. Let me get back to that. Thursday, nothing. We leave already at like five o'clock in the morning on Friday. So when you think about it, we only have two, maybe three full days of just hanging out around the town, around the resort. That's all I want to do, honestly. I thought we were going to get gung-ho and get a car and drive everywhere and stuff, but no, not so much. I'm not feeling it. Um, the resort is beautiful. I just want to lay on the beach. I, you know, I've all, I've been checking the weather every day. It's about 83 degrees. Um, I went to Costco and bought like these one piece like dresses. I guess they're called dresses. I don't even know what they're called because I never wear them, but it's just easy to pack. I bought two of them for 12 bucks. I have a black one also at my house in my closet. So there's three outfit changes. I'll bring a one piece pantsuit for my dinner on Wednesday. So 
Giancarlo does not know this, but I booked us a dinner. I think it's five o'clock. If you all know me, it's pretty much the time I eat dinner. Um, it's a 20 course meals. <laughs> so I'm excited. And, but when I say 20 courses, they're probably like the size of my palm. Um, but I'm just excited for the experience. It's supposed to be an amazing experience. I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's 20 courses. I will probably put alcohol with mine. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, that's a good segue into my next topic, which I didn't think I was going to talk about either, but one leads into the other. Alcohol. I haven't been drinking like alcoholic beer in the past couple of times. I did go out Friday night and I had a beer, a 16 ounce beer at 8.05, but my second beer was O'Doul's. And that was the first time I've ever, ever in my whole entire life ordered O'Doul's. The reason being is because one, I was driving and two, I had to get up early as I get up every early. I mean, that that's the norm, right? I'm up at 545 every morning. Um, and I noticed that if I have more than like one or two, maybe beers, I don't feel a hundred percent the next day. Um, I was also at my sister-in-law's wedding last Saturday night because I flew to Kansas City out of LAX and I drank way too much wine to the point where those inhibitions go down and my right hand automatically um, kept dipping into the pita chip bowl. So um, you all know my struggles when it comes to drinking and then eating. And it's it's like it's like one well, one does cause the other, right? You start drinking and then your inhibitions go down and you start eating. So I I learned very quickly, like on a flight last Sunday, like I didn't feel well. I just was like, forget it. I'm not going. To. And I drink a lot of water too. But anyways, I don't want to do that again. So I actually made a conscious decision to, uh, I purchased non-alcoholic beer. One was O'Doul's. I ordered a six pack of O'Doul ordered. I went to the liquor store. Um, we bought a six pack of O'Doul's and which has like less than 0.5% alcohol. And, um, the clerk actually, the cashier actually talked me into another beer called athletic athletica. And it's like 45 calories for a 12 ounce cam. All I know is it's two points each. So that's half of wine and half of what I normally drink for a beer. Not bad. You know, I drink beer because of the taste. Um, and again, both have less than 0.5% alcohol, but I drink it knowing that I can have the taste of beer and enjoy, and you know me, participating and still feel fantastic the next day. So I'm going to kind of explore that a little bit more. I did tell Giancarlo that, of course, we're going to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico and we're going to have a piña colada. Um he already told me, he goes, baby, I'm just going to have a couple sips of yours. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to order you one because he won't drink it. And I can't remember the last time I even had rum. So I will order a pina colada. There is an old, uh, the there's a bar. It's on my Instagram. There's a bar where they say that they created the pina colada. So of course I will have to have a pina colada there. Um, but the rest of the time, maybe I won't be drinking because I just mentioned about like going to that 20 course dinner that I just, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to go out to eat. There, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pair it with alcohol. I want to make sure I enjoy the food. I'm trying to think of the name. Oh, here it is. The name of the restaurant is Portela by Orujo, P-O-R-T-E-L-A by O-R-U-J-O. 
Um, I told them we were celebrating my 48th birthday and Giancarlo turns 50 on April 30th. So I think I'm just looking forward to getting on an airplane and going to eat F20 course meal, really. But I just want to lay on the beach. I actually bought two pieces. I don't even, I think I own one, one piece now because I just don't give a shit anymore. And I've worked hard for it. So, um, yeah, I'm excited and um, lots of different revelations. So, anyways, okay, I know there's a lesson in here. Oops. Uh, so just so just so you guys all know, you just heard my 5:45 alarm that just went off. So sorry, guys. Um, any lessons? I think the one thing I'm going to work on, and you guys can work on this too if you feel it it fits where you're at now, is to just be present. I was so so present. For two years during COVID, one because I didn't have a choice, but two because I just learned that it wasn't all about like looking forward to something. It was being right where you are. So I'll leave this because I learned this from a great show on TLC called uh, Plathville. It's about this like Christian family, this very religious family, and I'll never forget the teenage daughter. She like would go into this little closet and pray. And the prayer that has stuck with me was, Lord, put you, put, wait, Lord, put me where you need me. Keep me where you want me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.